Hello, I'm King Navasa with Cayman Connection, and this is Celebrating Caymanians Overseas, Out of Sight, Not Out of Mind. Joining us, we have Shalan Rico, a Caymanian scrub practitioner living in Scotland who moonlights as a TV actress with her son. Let's get her on the line. So good morning, Shalan. Am I saying it right? It's Shalan. Good morning. Yes, yes, it's Shalan. You've said it. First person to actually get it. Correct. First, you need a medal. Thank you. Speaking of medals, I hear that you have quite a few, quite a few from your uh, career achievements. And we want to get into that in just a little bit. But before that, I want you to kind of share a bit of who you are. Who is Shalan? Let, hmm. let's, let's, let's start with um, where you're coming from and what you're doing now. Let's just keep it that short for now. And let's delve into it some more in a bit. All right. So Shalan is a beautiful Black Caribbean queen of many mixture. Not a pedigree. I am all mixed up. I'm going to teach Jamaican slogan. So I am one many person of one. So in this one body, I am all mixed up. So the history is I was born in Haiti. And I've came to, came to the Cayman Islands when I was like two plus. And I've been in the Cayman Islands ever since, straight up until um, young adult. So basically, um, I had to learn English. My first language was Creole, which is the Pacto French. And I had to learn English. And funny thing is, I can remember Miss Marshall, um, who is married to Mr. Marshall that owns um, Photoshop, I believe the name is. Um, photo photo studio or photo stop on anyway um you mr mean, marshall was that, principal um, do you mean that shop that's on um near the hospital and yes HSC? yes okay no yes he used to be principal of georgetown primary school and his wife also used to teach at georgetown primary school and she used to pay me i think 50 cents or a quarter to say anything in french hmm. Um, but she just loved when I spoke um, my native language. So I had to learn English. And, um, you know, I went to Georgetown Primary School, of course, you know, went through Miss Beckles, Miss Gardner. Oh my God, like there's so many history of teachers I could name out. Question. And of course. Was Miss Martin there when you were there as well? Pardon? Was Ms. Martin there when you were there as well? Because I feel like she yes. was there. See, I feel like she was there forever. Yes. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of legends like Mr. Roach. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. I can remember Mr. Roach with his sexable legs on the play field. <laughs> and this man have not aged one bit. I saw him the other day. I was like, he still looked the same. I was like, sir, you is a legend. You still teaching? Wow. But amazing experience with my friends in Joshua Primary School. And then from there, I went to middle school. Mm -hmm. And from middle school, I left. And I went to school in Montreal for four years. And then I came back from Montreal. And I had to learn the proper French, which is the Quebecois French. They swear they're the true French. <laughs> but they're not. But you can't tell them that. Stop it. <laughs> So you went to Montreal after middle school in Cayman. Yes. Montreal yes, and Canada. And then four years you spent there, right? Yes. And then I came back to Cayman and finished uh, a year and a half of high school in Cayman. And um, 
And then from there, I went straight to HSA. But I always knew I wanted to be um, in the health field mm-hmm. because of my personal um, medical conditions. I always want to be in the health field. Mm-hmm. So it was just amazing. My work experience was, of course, at the hospital. Um, and from there, um, started the journey of Shalan. Okay, so you said some things that I have to touch on now. So wonderful that you said you wanted to work in the health field, but you said the reason behind that is because of your own conditions. Do you want to share or touch a little bit on that? Sure. So um, at 21, of course, working at the hospital, I was sick all the time. And um, my boss, former boss, I was on the pediatric unit at the time. And she was like, Shalan, what's going on with you? It's not normal. You need to be seen. So um, I was seeing about four different doctors that all came to one conclusion that I have a blood disorder. But you put four different doctors, seeing them for different situations. One for my nose, one for my eye. Well, not really my eye, just joking. But <laughs> yeah, I was seeing so many doctors for so many different things. And then they all came together. And when they came together, they came to a common conclusion of having, I have a blood disorder, which is a European disorder. It's not really known in the Caribbean. It was first founded um, in Europe. So I have um, female hemophilia, von Willebrand's disease. So basically, if I get cut, I take longer to clot compared to a normal person. So, you know, when you go into the club, I'd be standing by the exit door. Because when fight broke loose, I got to be exiting quick, quick. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my word. And you know what? You're one of those people where... You just, you wouldn't know if you didn't, if you didn't ask. You oh, no. Um, my outside um, persona, I put on a very good show because usually when I have to get my treatments, which is every month, um, I feel very depressed. I, I, I feel like a freak. I feel like I was normal. I question the Lord, why me? And then I just feel like people are judging me or I feel ugly. I don't feel like... I mean, I actually told the doctor to make sure to check my organs, do an MRI scan, make sure I know male internally. Because <laughs> I was like, because I, I was like, seriously, I know I feel female, but you sure I know male carrying male organs? Because why am I going through this? Oh. And, you know, I can't get no relief. Mm-hmm. So every time my medication time came, I always was crying. I was severely depressed, thought of suicide. I went through a lot. So then, what I found was traveling was my pain relief. So that's why every weekend I took, um, I didn't care what the money cost, but I flew to New York, I flew to Boston, I flew to, Ooh. I flew all over. I fly on the Friday in my scrub and I come back on Sunday night and I have work on Monday. Oh my <laughs> word. You know, I thought you were going to say every weekend I was off the Cayman Brat because you know, some people call that a vacation. All vice Child. Cayman Brat Child. Going Grand Cayman. <laughs> I love my island. And I know about Cayman Brack and Little Cayman, but I have never been there. <laughs> Let's put this note out there. Let's get a boat chartered to Cayman Brack for sure. <laughs> yeah, but I gonna have your cruise line because Shalan can't swim. I'm a professional drowner. I have won many gold medals from drowning. I mean, no one has set records like me. I have bubbled up some salt water in my times. I think this is why my belly is so big. I don't do belly crunching for how long, but I think it's 
It's too much consumption oh, of salt water. Oh, belly full of salt. No sauce. Stop it. I yeah, I drown very well. Nobody don't have my record the on them all the time. I have bubble some water. The way your skin looks so moisturized and nice. Very, very. <laughs> you don't know. Mm. You. So Shalad, um, now that you've said you shared um your personal history with with your health struggles and why it motivated you to work in the hsa the health field now what i want to know is how did that translate to you now being um from what i was told the number one phlebotomist in scotland well actually Yes, I am number one phlebotomist in Scotland, but it's not just Scotland. I was actually awarded phlebotomist of the region in the Cayman Islands. So that was the first award for Cayman Islands in general as well. First award in general for HSA. I was very, oh, words cannot say how much I was so proud of myself for achieving that award and achieving that for my country yeah. achieving that for my from the the place i was working yeah. achieving that for myself in general as a woman as a black woman as yeah. a young black woman mm -hmm. i was very proud and it just made me want to reach for the stars achieve more i was just hungry for more knowledge more growth personal growth especially um and that got for me, that growth got intense when my son came along. Like, he is everything to me. He is a peen, <laughs> but he is also my leech to my side. Like, he is my motivator. He's my drug. He's my ecstasy. Without him, there is no shalan. Right. So after achieving um, my award as phlebotomist of the um, region, and not just one, I won it twice, two executive time, and two times, I, two <laughs> times both, both. And I have to give a big shout out to Dr. Cummings. Like he was like my huge supporter, as well as everybody else in HSA. But he was definitely the one that pushed and said, like, "Oh no, you can't just win this award, and we keep it quiet." Like. Cayman has to know about it. Like, everyone has to know about it. So he made sure he got it um, published in the newspaper. He also made sure that I got to go to Suriname to receive my award. So, yes. So he filled out the form and I got approved. And also I got approved with my son. So my son, oh my God, he's been, he's just been there for all of my achievement. So they, HSA had paid for my son and I to go to Suriname and receive my um, award for phlebotomist of the region. And then also they fought as well when the award was given in Guyana for me to receive it as well. So it was great things. And with that motivation, I was like, you know what? I want to expand my horizon, see what else I am just, I'm good for. Like, mm -hmm. is it just, I don't want just, you know, go down history for this. I, I want to go down history for many other accomplishments. And then so operating room sparked my interest. And I went, finally spoke to Miss Hazel Brown and found out how can I get into the operating room. And I went in on my lunch break. I used to go on my lunch break and, you know, devote like an hour or two or this half an hour sorry. even. This is, this is in Cayman Islands. In yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And with that, I was 
I spoke to them as to how can they get me to advance into operating theater because I no longer wanted to be a professional vampire because I mean yes that, that title was amazing but I wanted to explore the rest of my skills because I know I was worth more than just that Amen. and they filled out the form and I sent the form to Jamaica because Jamaica was offering the course but Jamaica took too long I was <laughs> like you know when you have that fever like get me in there now I'm ready I want to start class now yes I and jamaica was like oh we just did it we have to wait two years and when he said two years i just saw great hairs coming down i looking like moses on us crossing the red i like oh lord it's gonna take forever i gonna get gingivitis before this course come oh. around oh so then <laughs> i was looking at all the rest of the avenues so i applied to the u.s and then i spoke to a couple of um co-workers that was in the operating room as to where they did their studies and there was this one gentleman who said that they did the studies in UK so then I did my research in UK and um, they was offering it a lot sooner than Jamaica right. so that's what brought me to the UK oh my goodness so Shala how long have you been in Scotland now then so I came to Scotland in April 1st of 2018 and when I came to Scotland, oh my gosh, it was so crazy. I swear, the Lord was definitely with me. I came to Scotland. I had no job, no apartment, no health insurance, absolutely nothing. Just me and my son. We took, we traveled seven suitcases mm -hmm. for almost a day and a half. And our route was Cayman Islands to Miami, Miami to New York, mm -hmm. New York to Edinburgh. And I did this flight with a five-year-old. But... He he's an amazing traveling buddy. He never complained, no crying, no nothing. It was an adventure, and it was a high risk, you know, leaving everything behind in Cayman. I left my family. Um, I was in of comfort of HSA for twenty one years, and I had to leave that mess. And I never dreamed I would have ever left HSA. I had a store as well in the Cayman Islands, uh, organic vegan body store that I opened up on behalf of my son. And yes, that was on top of number one shoe shop, right close to the hospital, of course. Yeah. Um, and it was all because of my son and his allergies and his medical condition as to why I opened that store. And even that, I closed down. I closed it all and mm -hmm. packed my suitcase and I said, this is going to benefit the best interest of me and my son. So I'm taking a risk. God will lead the way. <laughs> you got yourself a piece of prime real estate. So Good on. I got myself an apartment within a week of coming here. And then after Very that, I, I went online. Because first of all, I went to the hospital, introducing myself, you know, and they're like, no, you have to go online. And apply. <laughs> I was like, so you, okay. tried, you tried to do it small town type kind of. I tried the Kimania way. Hey, <laughs> what's up? I'm from the Cayman Islands. This is your Spice Girl, Shalan Rico. But they were like, nope, online. I was like, ah. So I went online and I applied and I applied. And oh my gosh, I applied. And I got pures because it's the same thing for jobs when you're not in the system. Mm -hmm. It's a lot harder mm -hmm. and people think it's, it's quite easy to get a job, but no, you're not. And because there's so much more vast competition, I come in from an island of, six, you know, of, you know, 60 plus thousand yeah. and here 
the population is huge. Everybody wants to do nursing. Every, you know, every child's dream is to come into the hospital. Um, the turnaround is very high mm. for from the medical field here, the healthcare field. So there was a lot of competition of me who was an international person mm -hmm. coming in and wanting a job. So I was applying, applying. I didn't get nothing. I said, but these people are not easy. They don't know who they're talking to. This is world-renowned phlebotomist of the region. <laughs> Give me a job. So when I didn't get you with phlebotomy, I applied to kitchen, mm -hmm. dish, even if I got their dishwasher, but I need a job. I apply for dishwashing, nothing. See, but these people are not easy. They, ever, they see how Caribbean people wash plate. Like, I'm very good with dishwashing. You're right. Never give me the job. I applied to housekeeping. Listen, I even applied to the morgue. I said, I'll wash the dead people. I didn't get you to the morgue. Can you imagine? The morgue. I was like, how can the dead not even want me? This is some oh, serious thing. Stop it. You said the dead don't even want me. <laughs> But not even them took me. So wow. after a while, tears was coming down. Everything was like, oh my gosh, I give up everything. I came here with my child. And he used to be like, don't worry about me. Like, everything will be all right. And then finally, boom, like, the one job, job offers came in. Like, five at a time. Oh. And it was so much that I didn't know which one to choose. So I chose every one of them. I applied. I said yes, yes to all of them. Had interview mm -hmm. day after day with each one. And mm, I matched them up. Good. Bam, bam, bam. They call, they call me the interview destroyer because when I go and interview, <laughs> I definitely get the job. You cannot resist my personality. I was like, listen. I co-signed well, that. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. So I my personality just kicked in and they said, oh, you come with so much qualification. And that was the other thing too. Mm. Um, having my qualifications from the U.S. Um, in U.K. is not accepted. Right. So... Yes. So they said, you know, I have to do them over. I said, no problem. I don't mind. I know who I am and how hard I work. And Caribbean people don't play like we are hustlers. Amen. So I know how long if you start me from ground zero, I can make my way up within no time because we we come from ambition. Like we are strong hard-working people so i said no problem i'll start from scratch and sure enough like the thing was which one of the five i wanted and <laughs> i called back of course i called back k-man spoke to my old boss mr martin i like laid down laid down on the line like all the different job offers and asked him which one do he think i should go for mm -hmm. and he's you know he was on the phone and he's like you know you got expo your option this one is for this amount of period of time. This one can advance, you know. And, you know, he stirred me well. And then I made, I said yes to one. And from there, I progressed. So these were all um, offers from the medical field? Yes, but it was different hospitals and different oh, areas. So it was yeah. job in the radiology department, job in the cancer department, job in the operating yeah. room, and job as a phlebotomist. So it was different um, career roles at different levels as well but some was permanent some was part-time and some was just like uh, a locum relieving whoever was on maternity leave or vacation oh, but so that's good you bounced the ideas off of him and the options and he helped you yes and he stirred me right as to yeah very good now so we've covered where you're from who you're from <laughs> 
Well, you never ask me who I'm from. Actually, who you're right. Who, mm, you're, you're covered where I'm from. Let's plug that in real quick. Who are you for? Oh, Lord, who are for? So, my mom, my peoples, <laughs> my peoples. So, of course, I can't tell you who my peoples is in Haiti because you wouldn't know a soul there. I um, so, in Cayman, my mom is Gwen Stephanie Rico. She was Gwen Forbes, but she's um, some family to the Forbes mm. from Rockhole. Mm. So, um, two bigs, um, Carlos, and you know, my aunt is Jan and Avril, you know. So, um, my family is from Rockhold, so we're the Forbes, and which originally from Bordentown. And, um, on my father's side, um, Avril's, um, Barton, she works at a prison, but of course, there's not much of my father's side is in Cayman. The whole of them is mostly in um Haiti. Actually no, they're in Canada. Oh they're in Montreal. Yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's that's the reason why I was I went go live with my aunt in Montreal. Oh, so yes. Yeah. I see the connection now. Yeah. Because yeah. of course, you know, the French speaking so they kinda choose a French country to yes. yeah, so it's oh, it's who it's comfort for them. I see. So that. yes. Ah, but well, I, to run, I gotta run some of those names crossed by my mother because that's where a part of our family is from. In fact, my mother grew up in Rockhole. So yeah, Carmen Axer, if you know Carmen and Joseph Forbes, the late Carmen and Joseph Forbes from Rockhole. Everybody know that. So Poke, you know? Churchill, Carnoir. Yeah. Yeah, hey, I'm gonna drop them names all by her when she wake up. Because <laughs> <laughs> my my uncle, um, most people know me for my uncle, um, Lucky down okay. in there and um lucky lauren all of them my grandmother was emily may and um before her it was um telma brown and that, that was that was their area um okay so, and my dad is kennel and originally i grew up in winter park so i'm a winter park girl oh 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 okay winter park myself yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Winter Park, yeah. Some stories about Winter Park. It's the mere fact of, you know, mango season. Oh, Gosh. like these children are not enjoying life. Like when you in the Caribbean and you sneak two people backyard to try and get to the bush tree that behind them and you get sting by bee and wasps trying to climb mango tree. Not just Both that. When you go into the bar, where your friend to you know the little barbed wire fence and you're going down in cow yard to go pick mango off the tree stop it and yes turn around with your little bucket or your little sock you turn around the cow yes oh lord <laughs> when you see that cow yeah. he head down and you're like oh 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> you know me with my mm-hmm. bow legs i couldn't run anyway <laughs> so, and then was- the thing is it's when you it's when you come back home with your bucket of mango and then all of a sudden the following day you get you got um made in plum made in plum all kind of scratches yeah. and rash. all sorts of scratches and rash but i'm made in plum deadly like i used to look like you kazuma when i made in plum touch me you I, I was no longer african i was a mixture of chinese mixed with gorilla cut it swell up my lip and eye and woo, that made from the form your bad that that's a wicked plant <laughs> so shalan there's one thing that i didn't touch on that i think is so fun because it's it's like so far from what you've set out to do in your career and acting 
So you and your son have become this dynamic duo in acting <laughs> in, in Scotland. Yes. And you achieved yes. that within the, the, what, the two and a half, three years that you've been there now. It's like, how'd you get into that industry? Because <laughs> so many people but, sometimes think about it and you, you're you in there doing ads, you're doing uh, commercials and uh, your son is in, in a, on a role in a Netflix film, right? Yes. So uh, the thing is, is that Again, it started off with my son. I was always thinking about him for modeling because uh, I was like, oh, he's so cute. He's so nice. I was like, okay, I'm going to get him. So actually, I signed him up. And when I signed him up, he got called in to do a photo shoot. Mm -hmm. And when he did his photo shoot, the owner said, oh, um, you have this authentic look about you. are just beautiful. Like, we want to take you too. I said, oh, no. I said, I said, you want to take me? I'm not going to make up or when I not even fix up. Good. I say I got I got a car beyond to represent. And I said, my family not going to live this long if you take my picture looking looking like this. They're like, right. no, that's okay. Mm -hmm. So she convinced me to take my picture and they took my picture. And from there, um, within two weeks, I got a job offer. And it was for a music video. And... I don't know why I'm in Europe and thinking of American music artists, but I was like, is it T, um, T, you know, TP? <laughs> I was thinking of all the American artists um, you uh -huh. can think of. So when she said music, I was like, okay, cool. And then my audition, I had to come into an audition. They said, smart casual. Now, you can't tell a Caribbean girl, smart casual. I was dressed like Beverly Hills of Atlanta. Excuse me. I had on a nice, sexy, short dress with shoes. Yep. My makeup was on point. Mm -hmm. And this lady said, <laughs> the producer said, um, they had an X mark and they said, walk to the X. And I did my little catwalk model, oh. Naomi Campbell oh. walk. Oh. And then they said, um, stir a pot and pretend you're cooking. And then you look through the window and you see this fish jump out the fish tank and you fall down and you have to show expression. So I'm in my head, okay. And then I'm stirring this pot, but I'm saying, oh Lord, I have dressed for the wrong scene. That's what, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm talking about is my dress, because my dress was mad sexy i i mean my dress i looked like i was going to be wedding proposal and i'm staring this imaginary report looking at this fish jumping out the tank and i'm like this is a crazy scene i'm in the wrong dress code i should be having on some yoga pants and a sneakers or something curlers in my head so why am i cooking like this so i think this on my facial expression that i'm in the wrong outfit and that worked that worked though. That worked. Yeah. <laughs> they, told me, they told me to introduce myself, say my name, and say my agency. Mm -hmm. Child. I remember my name, but I did not know the agency name. <laughs> it was at the tip of my tongue. And I there, uh, my name is Shalan Rico, but I um I work for um uh, uh and the cameraman is cracking because I like, hold on, I know it. I just signed up. Oh, oh my God, God they're going to kill me. And he laughing, he laughing. I was like, ah. I said, hold on, can I call them to find out what they need? Oh, stop it. <laughs> so then like, 
in the afternoon. They said, thank you for coming in the afternoon. Now I was home chilling with my son. And then I got a phone call from my agency and they're like, and they were laughing. They started off laughing. They were like, Shalane, you made a remarkable impression. The producers love you. They want you in the video. And um, I said, oh, oh yeah, about that. They asked me about the name. I couldn't remember your company name. <laughs> he was laughing. He's like, yeah, I heard about that. I was like, I'm sorry, but I was like, you got to forgive me. You, I, you just, I just signed up with you. Of course, I never remember your name. So they were like, no problem. They called me in the following two days to come and try out some outfits mm-hmm. for the music production. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said, this is a clown music video, man. This can't be a real professional music video. Mm. And they had me try on for the outfits. And... My mind was disturbed on the pattern, but I said, you know, I'm going to have fun with this. So I was like, because they had to take a picture in each of the outfit to send to the producer. So, of course, Naomi Campbell, again, clicking to my heads. I was doing some, you know, America's Next Top Model poses in these little ugly outfits. But I was like, I'm going to sell these ugly outfits off. And I was posing. I was doing my eye. Tyra Banks, you know, because then Tyra Banks came in my head like, Pause, yeah, pause, no, they might pause. Nice, nice. Yes, nice. <laughs> and they were laughing. They were like, oh my gosh. Then they called me back the next day and said, the producer wants me to come and try some more outfits because I'm the only one that made the outfits them look good. Because oh. the way I posing. Yeah. So they brought me back in and I tried on six more outfits. Mm-hmm. So on the day of the production now, we went into this caravan, this huge coach bus. And then they took our phones away from us. And so we're not allowed any phones or anything like that. Then they give us the contract. And of course, we saw the contract and we saw the name. We get to see the artist's name and the name of the music video. So the name of the music video was Fish. Fish Village or Fish something. <laughs> so I said, Lord, I'm nice. I can't tell my family this. I in some cheesy video named Fish. Who sings about a fish? <laughs> Then when I saw the name say Harry Styles, I said, who is this? There we go. And one person looked at me, uh, which is another cast member, said, you don't know who Harry Styles is? I said, I know who Jay-Z is. <laughs> uh, I know. <laughs> I know who Harry Styles. <laughs> and they were like, oh my God, you don't know Harry Styles? I said, listen, can you stop saying that word? I do not know who this man is. I said, I know Prince Harry. So... <laughs> They started to laugh, so they say, Google it. So then I Google it. When I Google it, I was like, Okay, he's a big, nah. big star here, you know. I was like, He's a big, big star here, yeah. but he's not a big, big star. He came out, but he's a big, big star here. Yeah. So I said, Okay, okay. I still wasn't, tr- I wasn't that thrilled. Mm. And then from the coach bus, another van came and picked us up again and took us to almost a 15, 20 minutes ride to a secluded, that's how top secret this video was, to a secluded part in Scotland. And he actually paid the village to shut down, like no cars could enter. And he he bought off the bars and everything that we had to shoot our video in. And um, first day of uh, shooting the video, of course, Shalan boy, never fails. Accidents always happens to me. I don't know why, but things is always happening to me. So I had to, they put me in a graveyard. Now, 
How can you put a black person in the graveyard? You know things now work out well. Oh my goodness, Abby. So I was like, of all the scenes, I get, I get a graveyard. Now my other cast members, they were dressed in wedding gown. They get to do like a wedding scene by the uh, beach. Narrative yeah. is lovely scene. I saw. One other one get to be in a bar. I get a graveyard of all things. Oh my word. I thought so they then, would put you in the kitchen stirring the pot like what the um uh, that's the thing. <laughs> so I went to the I went to the producer sister. Uh, you got me in a graveyard, and they're like, you don't understand. You're like the leading. You got one of the leading roles. I said the real leading role is in a graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, <laughs> they're like, yes, you get the top seed, you get the lead in yard. I said, okay, okay. You never saw that shit to me though. Because I was like, I'm going in a graveyard. You can't make a graveyard sound good. Mm. So they took me to this graveyard. And I had to sit, kneel down from this tombstone named Margaret, Margaret Jones or whatever her name was. Mm-hmm. And they say ball to Margaret. I said, Jesus, Lord, I'm going to hell. How are I going to be mocking, crying to a tombstone named Margaret? I don't know who Margaret is. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was like, how am I going to ball for Margaret? And I don't know who Margaret is. So was, so it, like, a, should... was it a real tombstone or was it just the cast? The, the you know, I didn't even bother ask because Jeepers Creepers, all sorts okay. of things were busting in my yeah, head. I, I tell guess. you, I watched too much horror movie. I get it. But all I know, <laughs> Return of the Living Dead, I was looking around the graves, the site, making sure nobody armed reach out for me. So yeah, we, we we had joke to kill. Like every day was not a dull day. It was amazing. And he, mm-hmm. Harry was very good. He, he came to us, he shaked our hands, he thanked us for being in his music video. And he was just chilling and eating food with us like any other person. Like if you didn't know him, you would have think he was another cast member. You would not know that he was the main, right. you know, actor or stuff. And he wasn't cocky or full of himself or hiding in his, you know, cabin or what oh, trailer yeah. or whatnot. And even though he had a, a double, he he was just out with us, which was just amazing. It was amazing to work with him. So yeah, very good. So. You got your foot into the the little acting world. Yes, and when I got my foot in, yeah, yes, and then it just took off from there. And then it's just it was just movie offers after movie offers and commercials. And then my son, he was getting his TV ads um, offer. And actually, he has another. He just did a self tape yesterday because he's offered a voiceover for a cartoon. So um, he had to do an audition of a voiceover. So that got sent in yesterday. So we're waiting to hear if he got the part. Fingers crossed. And and we'll be waiting for an update as well. So Shalan, moving from the Cayman Islands to Scotland was a big move for you. And um, obviously, I mean, there are Caymanians here. We're scattered scattered around the place like little pepper dots, right? (laughs) So was there... um, and I'm hinting because I want you to say it. Was there any certain way that you were able to stay connected with home? Yes. So I was able to stay connected to home um, when I got introduced to Cayman Connection. We have got connected and we're meeting up every Wednesday and we're having little jokes and stuff. Now it just feels like I never left home. Yeah, like, no. like, I just feel a sense of Cayman, but it's via my laptop, of course. (laughs) But (laughs) it's amazing to know that this is offered. And 
Mm-hmm. It's just, it would be greater that other Caymanians who are in Europe, no matter where they are, even Germany or, you know, Norway, that they can get involved with Cayman Connection Absolutely. and get this feel of home that we're getting because it's just amazing that we're doing these little arts and crafts, we're doing exercises, we're running joke. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is really nice. And then we have like different sections of Cayman Connection where you want to be fit. You know, to get your summer body. Well, I can't get no summer body because Scotland don't have summer. We have winter all year round. So get your winter body on point. But it's an amazing group. It's an amazing group. It's never a dull day. Especially with you, King. Like your laughter. Oh my gosh. You don't understand. Like on Wednesdays, I'd be trying to hurry up my operations so I could hear your laughter and join in the Zoom sessions. But they got me on lock. So I'd be missing out a lot now. And I love that. And that's what it's about. It is about that community there. And yeah, I laugh, especially when you join in, because I sometimes I'm like, where's Shala? Let, I mean, let me let me get a joke or two in. Come on now, where's she is? Because <laughs> you know I'm your double. I'm your double. Just in the female version. With titties and shit. <laughs> well, I got titties too, but... <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a purse. Okay, I got slippers this. I'm about to get them augmented, but yes. Let me pop my slippers. Bam, 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 bam. Oh God. Okay, I have one more question for you. Just one more, and this is in closing. Uh, take it where you want to take it, but complete the sentence. Life is what you make it to be. Um, whether you have illness, everyone out there should never make their illness defeat them. Illnesses win when you give in. When you give up on yourself in general, then you make society win. You make your illness win. You make negative and bad mind people win. Put yourself higher than what anyone expect of you. And I learned that from in Cayman that I'm not going to make my illness hold me back. I'm not going to make anybody hold me back. I'm, not, um, I'm going to always reach high, not only for myself, but for others. Um, I have something to prove as a woman. I have something to prove as a black person. I have something to prove as a Caribbean person, as a young individual. Even if I was old and have gingivitis, I have something to prove, which is <laughs> I am me. That's right. And I will always be me and nothing is going to stop me from reaching where I need to reach. And that's why when I left Cayman, I came, I did my best mm-hmm. to work where I was comfort, which is health field. And I came, I went in the theater and from theater, I spoke to my boss and I told her my dreams and what I want to accomplish. And she put things forward and I started my course as a scrub practitioner and i just got my test scores i have passed congratulations Uh, and it was hard work going you know staying up studying three o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. being a full-time mother Mm -hmm. um a single full-time mother because i have no one here there's absolutely no uncle no grandma Mm -hmm. no one here um with us and working full-time it was not easy but my son helped me with my studies. I prayed to the Lord and I thank myself. I sat with myself and spoke to myself and said, Shalane, you can do this. You are stronger than how you look. Do not make nothing come into your head and put you down or keep you back. 
accomplish this goal that you have set, which I've done. And I'm very proud to achieve this scrub practitioner um, course. And now I'm going on to do my anesthetic associates and I cannot wait. So from one big word to another big word, phlebotomist to anesthesiologist. Yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. That's Shalan Rico authentically proving again that though we might be one small dot in the sea, and when we travel, we go far. But yes, Caymanians overseas. Out of sight, not out of mind. Thank you.